Matt Nagy, Diarrhea, Ryan Pace, Diarrhea, Virginia, Diarrhea, Andy Dalton, Diarrhea, Rodney Adams, Diarrhea, Everybody, Diarrhea, Ted Phillips, Diarrhea, Brad Biggs. boy why are we even paying attention why are we even doing this podcast because we love you you loyal listeners even though the bears don't love us back oh they are so gross that cardinals game that's a game we will not remember later on in life i hope for all of our sake uh it's packers week yeah that's great timing coming off of a green bay bye i'm sure they won't take full advantage takes them a long time to prepare for the bears offense uh so gross uh we'll talk about gray balls we'll talk about big 10 a lot of things and the bears we love you thanks for listening sir guys boing 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 zero doinks zero doinks zero Zero doinks Zero Dykes. Ooh. Oh, it's a sensual start to Packers week because, you know, it's rivalry week. I'm sure Green Bay feels the same <laughs> way. I'm sure they're very nervous about this Bears team heading into Green Bay, Wisconsin. Hi, Dan. How are you, I'm, buddy? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. You look handsome. Were you at an orchestra concert tonight? Is that I right? Was. You look yeah. like somebody who just uh, departed an orchestra event. Yeah. You saw a lot of a lot of French horns, <laughs> a lot of stringed instruments, maybe a mm-hmm. harp, maybe a giant harp. Mm-hmm. Drums or drums involved or a gong of some sorts. Uh, triangles. And just general bad stuff. <laughs> Woodwinds. Woodwinds? Is that a thing? It sounds right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Hey, Bill, how are you? Thanks for having me. <laughs> oh, the pleasure is all mine. Thank you for RSVPing. Yes, on Squadcast. It's Brad Biggs week. Let's not bury the lead. Brad Biggs. Ooh, take a picture of my buns. Put a hot dog in between it. Big Brad Biggs gonna take pictures of butts. Big Bad Briggs coming up on Molly and Howl. Big Brad Biggs, he's a fat piece of shit. Awesome week for my Twitter account. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, yeah, yeah, that makes up for this horrible, horrible Bears team that we're gonna talk about. In the next segment, maybe we'll talk about the Bears a little, I guess. I shouldn't make that promise. We'll see. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? Who cares? Zerk dog, see you next segment. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. 
It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Give me a lake that I can dive into. Bury my head in the shit at the bottom. Fuck today. Fuck Sonar Cardinals. Fuck Andy Dalton. All you see is just orange. you, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Boing, 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 boing. All right, I think we're going to do Bears Chitter Chatter, Chitter Chatter, Chitter Chatter, something along those lines. This team fucking blows. They're horrible. They're trash. They stink. They suck. They're finished. Love it. List it. Flick it. Fuck you guys. I hate you. I'm dead inside. We touched on it a little bit, but we probably should cover Brad Biggs and his, uh, well, I would say he's he's cheating on his wife, I, I would assume at this point. He seems to have an addiction to taking pictures of people without their consent, specifically from the backside. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Google Brad Biggs picture of Akeem Hicks. Uh, Rams, I feel like that was a Rams game. Weird, just weird yeah. all around. But that mm-hmm. the Akeem Hicks one he did intend to put on Twitter. Yeah. This one was obviously to his boys. Who Molly, check out these buns. Check out these buns, and I just want to go. Oh, I'm at the beach. Oh, better not show this to David because he's a good Christian boy. He will. He will like that. He's going to tell his wife. He said, "Tell his wife Martha. Oh, Brad's Brad's cheating on his wife and taking pictures of ladies' buns on the beach." <laughs> I was, Is that sand? Is that sand in the crevice? Oh God, that makes me so hungry and horny. <laughs> I got so much. I got so much sand. I'm a hot dog. My beach hot dog. If you, I was eating a hot dog and I'm talking about my dick. <laughs> oh, thank God, I just bought another big bag. of... Beef hot dogs. I got a big bag. There's eight of them. Oh, I already ate seven. And the other one has sand. I don't care. Put it in my mouth. <laughs> if you've been blocked by Brad Biggs, by the way, feel free to follow Brad Swigs <laughs> at Brad Swigs on Twitter. Um, he seems like he's looking yeah. for friends. Well, he just deleted it, right? There was no comment of like, oops. I like at least, I would expect Brad Biggs to be a big I've been hacked guy, uh, which yeah. I, would be my dream to hack the Brad Biggs Twitter account and oh, just yeah. just absolutely. Well, first of all, I would unblock my at Gopher Bones. <laughs> that would be the first thing I would do. <laughs> just an unbelievable moment for me who just loves to comment uh B- Brad Biggs any chance I can g- I get on Twitter like oh who's your favorite uh Miami Dolphin of all time it's Brad Biggs who yeah. what's your favorite food to eat uh on Saturday nights in downtown Philly uh, Brad Biggs like I just yeah. can't get enough of it mm-hmm. and I'll usually get a f- lot of random likes like I know these people don't know who Brad Biggs is but I like the idea of them having to google Brad Biggs and going Okay, I get why you're making fun of him. So, 
this was just a great just a great week for my personal uh trolling brand on twitter mm-hmm. and he didn't he didn't let me down he's uh he's how many people do you think he blocked after that? Oh, it had to be countless. Like, it, I love now in all of his replies, somebody jumps in like, hey, thanks for butting into my timeline, Brad. You know, something <laughs> stupid like that. It's just the best. What a great week for the show, too. Like, Absolutely. Just, it's a zero doinks holiday. <laughs> it is. And is he, he is married, right? Like, I feel. I think so. I, yeah. So what. He probably is his wife blocked on Twitter, I'd imagine, right? Like he's that mm-hmm. soft that mm-hmm. she brought the wrong kind of she bought the wrong kind of mail like back in mm-hmm. two thousand fifteen and he hasn't mm-hmm. forgiven her. She got absolutely blocked. So do you think she knows? What's her reaction? Has she mm-hmm. moved out? Has he moved out? Uh was that his wife in the picture? Who's no. to say? No. No way. Uh, can't. Unless if she turned around and her face was an actual morning breakfast hot dog. <laughs> morning breakfast hot dog? That doesn't make any sense. Like a sausage link? Is that what you're... No, is I that think, Brad, it's been like a running joke that Zero Doinks has had over the years on Twitter for some reason that Brad likes to eat hot dogs in the morning, like actual yeah. hot dogs. It's stupid. Yep. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I bet she, I bet his wife did find out because I bet David Hogg called her and said, there's something I got to tell you, you know, here's I, I'm going to text you this picture. I know cause he's got you blocked because of the Mayo incident. I bet that's what happened. Yeah. OK, that makes sense. That makes mm-hmm. And that's how Brad mm-hmm. found out about. Yes. It? Yeah. Okay. That's how Ooh. that's how Brad's wife found out about brad and that's how brad found out that his wife found out i bet it's a whole mess i bet it's a oh, whole mess just like the inside of his pants after taco tuesday mm-hmm. i it was great all around he's he probably wasn't allowed to go to the game this sunday mm-hmm. his wife probably made him stay home yep. and watch uh watch it on his little sanyo handheld tv <laughs> Is that a thing? With the antenna? With the antenna, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just trying to get near a window to get a better reception. Yeah. Honey! Oh. I think I hear Mark Schlereth! I can't tell! Are me? What was in those morning hot dogs? Yeah, I think that's how it is. I think that's the Biggs household. It is. That was that was basically live audio of the inside of the Biggs house mm-hmm. in uh, downtown Racine. I don't know why I picture he lives in Racine, Wisconsin. Yeah. 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 Like, ta- he's like, oh, taxes. I'm willing to commute. <laughs> taxes. Thanks a lot, Biden. <laughs> I, I could see every bit of that. God, I do miss the... Um, when you could see his house on, oh, on the yeah. Zooms, on the press conference Zooms. Okay, Brad Biggs, you're up next. And then it's like an absolute time machine back to 1953. <laughs> the wood paneling and the terrible draperies. Drapery, <laughs> yeah, that's what I remember. You could just see the dust falling off of those bad boys, which made me believe that he maybe wasn't married. That looks like it's something his, his mother, 
uh, put together for him back in the 80s, and he's just never changed it. But, well, if you're telling me he's had sex before, color me shocked. I, Yeah, I still doubt that. Don't you? Oh, do you? Like he's married and he's never performed? Um, yeah, that, that's that's would be my guess. I don't know if he has any kids to prove us otherwise that he's created with his Simone. Poop, 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 hot dogs. <laughs> oh, man, Brad, we love you. You're in our thoughts and prayers at all times with your marriage, my friend. <laughs> Unblock me, you pussy. Anywho, uh, Bears played on Sunday, right? They were there. They were there. <coughs> Excuse me. Got a little Brad caught in my throat. Bears were there. I was also there, Bill. Um, reluctantly, it was a it was a miserable day all around. Did it look as shitty on TV as it actually was? For most of the game, the weather looked terrible. And I'll admit it, Dan. You you were kind enough to offer uh, Coach Cuse and I potential tickets. We both had conflicts and. About an hour into that game, I thought to myself, thank God for brunch with Santa. <laughs> well, I'll be honest. I thought that was an absolute made-up excuse, and I wouldn't have blamed you. That would have been a great one that you just pulled out of your ass. Like, sorry, we have brunch with Santa. Would have <laughs> only been better if it was, like, the middle of June. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was It was miserable. I went with Rory Doinks, who's been on here before and uh pat doinks and and another and another buddy and we we did just did the whole thing we went to waldron deck tailgating it was right like i got out of the car and my socks were wet immediately i don't even think i had touched the ground yet and they were just soaking wet and they just warmed up about uh about 3 p.m today on monday as we're recording this so it was uh it was rough but uh just the it was very low key. The tailgate in general. There was one gentleman uh, close to us who had Zuba's pants, Zuba's on, yes. who was every Cardinals. There were there were actually like surprisingly a decent amount of Cardinals fans. Like not an overwhelming amount like a Packers game, but every time they would come by, he had like a like a plastic megaphone and he's just shouting in their faces. And he was shit faced by uh, eleven a.m. And he also had a cheese head, uh, which okay. he was saying, chanting, fuck Green Bay, and tearing it into pieces and, like, throwing it in the air. So it was raining, like, little, what, do you, what is that? What's that material? St- not styrofoam, but, like. Like sponge, almost, Like right? sponge hat. And I was like, what is wrong with you? Like, this is, this is embarrassing. You're embarrassing yourself that he. He, we're, why are we even talking about Green Bay? They own us. We're not even fucking playing them. Knock it off. So already I was kind of crabby about dumbass Bears fans, but I hope that guy's still alive. He might have been. He might have. He might have died at some point. But he was going hard, so I can't fault him for that. So the game yeah. was. Uh, it was cold. Uh, but I'm not going to lie to you, Bill, and act like I sat through the whole game. I did not. About five, about five minutes left in the second quarter, uh, I ventured inside near the barrels, which I want to talk about the barrels for a second. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, after this. So five minutes, I was like, hey, Rory, let's go in. Let's grab a drink. 
maybe we'll beat the crowd to halftime. We'd never went back to the seats. <laughs> never. Not once. Didn't even, like, I kind of casually mentioned it a few times, and we're like, uh, let's not do that. We just watched it on the TV right by kind of the main barrel. There's one main barrel that I enjoy. But, uh, Bill, when you, when you went, were there, like, eight, there were, like, eight barrels at that game? Yeah, or was... a lot of barrels. Yeah, I, yeah oh, six to eight. Only two this time. What? Who's moving the barrels around? Knock it off. What are you doing? Are they selling the barrels? Did you see them elsewhere throughout no. the club? Well, I wasn't really looking, yeah. but yeah. I expect to walk into that main area and see at least five barrels. There were two. Yeah. I was lucky enough to to secure one for the nice. majority of the game. But who's I, whoever the Bears have hired, the barrelman, Who's in charge of that? Please uh, contact me. I need to know your system. Mm-hmm. W- like, do you man- manage the flow of people with barrels? Is there a barrel trick? How do you move the barrels? Do you roll it? Because that would be the the awesome way to do it. Do you do you run on it? Do people run on barrels? You know, like two like two feet, and you like I gotta take this from north end zone to south end zone, and you just yeah. run as fast as you can on top of the barrel while it rolls. Is that a thing? Yeah, I mean, I think like in Donkey Kong, right? Okay. Isn't that a thing? Okay, that's yeah. my only, that's I my only so. real life comparison. Well, I I actually thought you were a rodeo clown for years, and that's what you did. Uh, honk honk. <laughs> what do you call a rodeo field? A pitch? Mm. Area? Arena? Maybe it's an arena. Maybe it's an arena. Um, okay. Yeah, it's covered in. Like all sorts of feces, I think, right? Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah. Have you ever been to a rodeo? I've not. No. Okay. I'm way too soft for that, and I'd get called out for being a Yankee immediately. How about you? Okay. No, I've not, but I'm interested. I'm definitely interested. I'll tell you that. Okay. Does that surprise you? Because I have a Central Illinois accent that I've never been yeah. to a rodeo. I thought you were okay. asking me uh, to shame me into the to, fact I've never oh. been, and you had like season tickets in Bloomington. <laughs> I wish that was a thing. No. Uh, Okay, so anyway, Bears game was shitty. Weather was terrible. The football was bad. We we don't have to talk about much. Uh, Andy Dalton, four interceptions. Awesome. One of them them was on Komet, right? Like, we're going to blame him for that one. But an interception's an interception. I saw today that he's the first Bear with four-plus interceptions since Matt Barkley at five in 2016. I was a little shocked we had like Mitch hasn't had at least one of those. Were you surprised? Shocked the hell out of me. I thought when I was watching the game with great interest. Um <laughs> the <laughs> I yeah, I assume Mitch had two games of four picks. I did. So I'm yeah. an idiot. Yeah. Uh, no you're not. Uh this was also Dalton's fifth career game with four plus interceptions. Yeah, but he's a game manager, Dan. Haven't you heard? <laughs> he's he's like the smartest quarterback ever. Never makes mistakes, Dan Pompey. That's uh, yeah, that's that's what you say about gunslingers, not right. game managers. It's exactly so, Matt Nagy. What are you doing with your guy here, huh? I mean, which the heads the the headset thing? Like, how many times have we used an excuse that the headsets have gone out this year? Three games? Oh, Just tw- th- uh, this is definitely I, like. Yeah. Back it's at least twice, but maybe three. Yeah, maybe three. What? Who? 
such a fucking joke, this franchise. If that's true, why can't we get fucking headsets to work? I mean, high school your, teams use headsets. Yeah, like It's your home the, field, too. At least two of the yeah. two times I can think of are both at Soldier Field, right? That they yeah. definitely had issues. What the fuck is going on? Poorly. I mean, you think about that Belichick's ever had issues with this headset? As of, like, watching him tonight, like, maybe once, but then it's like, that literally is never going to happen again because people are getting fired. But the Bears is just sort of like, oh, all right, headset problems. Let's use a fucking walkie-talkie. And the debate on whether he's calling plays or not, who fucking cares, who cares? at this point? It doesn't matter if Bill Lazor, Matt Nagy, no. or no. DiFilippo, or Pablo Fields are fucking calling plays at this point. It does not fucking matter. Nope. So don't spin yourself into circles talking about whether he's calling plays or not who cares who cares, who cares? well wh- why do you care like does it it doesn't matter i think i i said in our group chat it's like it's rearranging deck chairs and the and the titanic yeah. at this point who gives a fuck who gives a right. fuck who's calling it with this coaching staff it doesn't matter i loved um darren and dublin's thought though that Next week, they're going to roll out with Peppa Pig walkie-talkies. <laughs> like, that would be perfect. It's fucking Mickey Mouse with this staff. It's the worst. It's unreal. It's unreal, and it's, I, you know, there's really nothing to be said. I mean, nobody's nobody's advocating for Ryan uh, for Matt Nagy to stick around. There's, there's no supporters. The crowd even seems just exhausted by – I was expecting a bit more, like, booing and – and I don't know if it was a product of the weather being terrible, but nobody seemed to care. Like even well, when they, they, it just was like very blasé the whole day. And and I think it was like a few people on the radio today that like I think Carmen, Carmen and maybe Cap or someone just said like I just can't wait for this game to be over with. Like it's just yeah. it's not you know it's not going to be good. You're just, it was just boring, bad football, and you're just like, God, I just need this to be over as quickly as possible. And I and felt that TV, way as well. Well, that's yeah, it's interesting. You felt that way in the stadium. That that is a poor reflection on this on this franchise. Yeah, on TV, it looked like half the uh, stadium was empty after halftime. That's what yeah, it looked like. I think it was. It was very. It, there were a lot of empty seats, and yeah. I, 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 that's probably mostly weather driven, but there's no, like if the team was good, I was going to sit outside the whole day, but I was proud of myself for sticking through for a quarter and a half. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm, an, that I'm was impressed. Way, that was way more than I needed to. So, uh, just bad. All, I, I, it's all bad. It's all terrible. I mean, Monty's running hard. That's. He's kind of, I guess, the only one who seems to to give a shit at this point. I mean, I guess I don't know if that's true, whether he's the only one who actually cares, but he's the one playing hard. I guess the offensive line wasn't awful. I, I don't know. It's – who cares? Jesus Christ. I mean, I can't believe – what do we have, five more games left? It's – this is going to be a long, long slog here through these <laughs> next – fucking five games jesus christ what a trash team before we uh uh anoint the well-deserved zero doings cornish hen player of the week dan uh can i read you just a little bit of dan pompey post game oh yes i did not read it yes he said quote your guy i just said that your guy uh jakeem grant provided a little sunshine sunday 
someday, maybe in another universe, Grant and Tariq Cohen together will create matchup nightmares for defenses. Credit to Ryan Pace for acquiring Grant in an October trade. Unquote. Uh, Is he fucking serious? Are you are you trolling us, Dan Pompey? Are you trolling he, us? I think he is at this point. I mean, that's Hall of Fame level trolling right there with Dan Pompey. What fucking world does any of that make sense? Jakeem Grant's a fun player, and he—I guess he played okay. I mean, wh- whatever. Fine, but fine. But all of, you know, I think I said this last week. All these people who are talking about how amazing Ryan Pace is at back end picks in the draft. Why is he giving them away for a fucking kick returner on a, in a year that we're clearly not going anywhere? So just giving credit to Ryan Pace, stop it, Dan Pompey. He, do I see another Doug Peterson book like book with Ryan Pace here? A lot of, a lot of 69 in between those two because that's fucking outrageous, Dan Pompey. It is. It's so stupid. And But the dumbest part is – picturing Tariq Cohen on a football field wearing a Bears uniform anymore also right I don't think that's gonna happen like I for the next it's for the next regime hopefully to figure out but what's that guy that guy's a fucking ghost yeah there's no updates on him ever right no is did he did he actually lose a leg I mean this is the longest knee injury I that anyone's ever experienced and there's no it's not like oh he actually re-injured it or right anything's happened they're just like oh Tariq Cohen remember him hard stop yeah it's just it's it's no we don't remember him yeah and and who all right let's think about this if you're the fucking uh, Arizona Cardinals your Vance Johnson was it what's Vance Joseph but Joseph damn it I said and uh, what are the what are the fucking push up lizards? Are you afraid of Tariq Cohen and Jakeem Grant Senior? Is that something that's going to be like, oh, whew, wow, we have a lot to we have a lot to cover this week? No fucking way. When Tariq Cohen was in his in his prime in his prime when he actually had a two working knees, you still weren't worried about Tariq Cohen. Mm-mm. <laughs> what are we talking about? Get out of here, Dan Pompey. Yeah, he's Tariq Cohen's a punt returner, right? And he's not that great at that. And Jakeem Grant's a kick returner, and he's not that great at that. So it's All like, right. yeah, I mean, what do you I, – I love that we're wasting time on it. But yeah, Dan Pompey, see me after class. What an asshole. What an absolute jag that guy is. What a and jag. And also, if you're blocked by Dan Pompey, let us know. That's – are you you're no you're 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 good to those guys because you 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 have to stay in touch. I yeah I like to uh, I like to butter his stomach up and <laughs> put a piece of toast on it. I, I'm very nice to Dan, but he doesn't realize that I'm really not. <laughs> Hall of Fame writer. Uh, you mentioned Ryan Pace briefly. Did you read the um, Athletic article ranking GMs in the NFL? No. Give it to it, me. Okay. So it came out this past week, and it was very well done. I thought of something that um, a guy like Dan Pompey wouldn't think about, and that's putting each GM like in a category of when they were hired, so comparing okay. them to their contemporaries, right? So Ryan Pace, uh, he's in the 
uh, people have been a GM at least five years and no more than 10 years, I believe, is okay. what it was summed up to be. Uh, can you get – so there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight GMs that fall under that category. Out of those eight, where do you think Ryan Pace ranks? He has to be last. Yeah, he's eighth. Mm-hmm. And that's in winning percentage, so he's eighth in winning percentage. Um, he is the only GM in that category that uh, has not overseen a team that has won a playoff game. Every other mm-hmm. every other of those franchises has won at least one playoff game. Two out of the nine have won a Super Bowl, that being Philadelphia and Tampa Bay. Um 46 and 61 in Ryan Pace's tenure, okay? <laughs> I mean, and the other the other guys in this group, like, not unbelievable. You got Tennessee, Arizona, Philly, Indianapolis, Chargers, 49ers, and Bucks. Bucks look great now, but they were complete dog shit, obviously, before, right. before Tom Brady. In your 9 out of 9 or 8 out of 8, I'm horrible at math today. <laughs> so um, why would we keep? Ryan Pace? I don't know. And I, I don't it, – it's blowing my mind, the infatuation with Ryan Pace with Bears fans. Like, he's – like, it's not his fault. W- what what proof do you have that any of this is going in the right direction and it's because of him? There's zero. It just – he got Justin Fields. Okay, great. Everything else around – he get lucked into that. He fucking lucked into that. He fucking signed Andy Dalton. And Nick Foles, so we're now we're, their fucking salaries are dragging us down. It's if he knew he was getting uh, Justin Fields, he wouldn't have tr- he wouldn't have signed Andy Dalton. Bingo. Like, that's to so he had no plan. He had no fucking plan. No fucking yeah. plan. Yeah. So I just I'm so baffled by people who say that Ryan Pace not only needs to uh, stay with the bears, but he needs a promotion. Like he's now in charge of all of the football operations and he hires a GM. He should not be around hiring anybody ever. No, no. No. Why would he get a chance to oversee another coaching regime? I don't understand that at all. So you're not, nobody's convincing me that that's a good idea. No, just, just get it out of my face. Um, I loved, thank God this guy did this research because I'm way too lazy on the athletic under, I think it was under that same article, Matt S. He, he mentioned how many draft picks between having a trade for Mitch and Justin Fields, like what that currency was for those two trades total. It's nine draft picks that we traded for, for two guys. Obviously we got two picks back, right? For the players. Right. Right. Nine draft picks. So, okay, fine. Net seven draft picks ranging from multiple firsts, right? And the worst pick out of those are fourth rounders. It's not like sixth, seventh, and eighth round. Or, you know, when Pace makes his money, right? It wasn't even that. So high value picks. And that's not even mentioning, like you said, you sign Andy Dalton to $10 and trade for Nick Foles. Oh, Nick Foles must have been part of that, too. Apologies, because I know there was draft picks involved there. Yep. Um, but so you trade draft currency and you put yourself in further salary cap hell with with Nick Foles. Yeah. Um, and in that same article, I believe somebody said, why? It, it's funny now. It's so obvious now. Why the fuck couldn't we have just had Nick Foles do what Andy Dalton's done this year? Like, yeah. why? If we're paying for him anyway. Right. Well, Nick Foles could have thrown four interceptions yesterday against Cincy, right? Right. Yeah. 
fucking light Ryan Pace on fire and feed him to Brad Biggs. Yeah, that's, <laughs> exactly. that's what I want to see. I it's just yeah, there's it's it's the inability for the whole franchise to like look themselves in the mirror and see what they are. They just cannot do it. Yeah, you know, Ryan Pace thought he was like one one or two players away from a Super Bowl. Matt Nagy thought he was one or two players away from the Super Bowl running his fucking scheme. It's just it's not they just have no ability to to understand what they're doing wrong and try to improve in those areas. I mean, we you know, we even talk about Jimmy keeping Jimmy Graham and getting rid of Kyle Fuller. Like Kyle Fuller's not a world beater, but you know, we 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 Better than Kyle. Kindle Vildor. Yeah, we got rid of <laughs> Kyle Fuller, and then we immediately said, oh, shit, we, we need a cornerback. It's like, well, right. wh- what are we doing? You know what we don't need is a 90-year-old tight end when we have Colt Komet. We want him to do for a red zone touchdown. Give me a fucking break. We had, we had literally one left tackle on our entire roster when the season started, and it was a rookie, rookie second-rounder with a bad back. How is that ever acceptable in any fucking world? It's we decide, not. Yeah, it's not. So give me a fucking break with Ryan Pace. I mean, I, I don't, I, we shouldn't even have talked about him this long. I mean, I know. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. And uh, I, were they, someone on Twitter called him the Teflon Con, like instead of Ooh. the Teflon Don, the Teflon, because he's conning people and letting him stick around. I like the it. The McCaskies. So, and he doesn't do any radio appearances, doesn't do it. It's just once a year. He's just, yep. what a little pussy. Fuck you, Ryan Pace. Get out of my goddamn face, you and your beautiful hair. Just to put a bow on it, right now in Ryan Pace's seventh year as GM for the Chicago Bears, the only team worse than the Bears in the NFC is Detroit. Yeah, literally, that's the only team below the Bears. What else do you want to know? This isn't his first want? fucking year as a GM. It's his seventh. Seven. So, fucking fire him, fire him. Okay. Uh, what I don't want to do is fire the Cornish hen, Dan. Who the fuck deserves it this week? Does anybody? You mentioned a couple players. You mentioned Monty. You mentioned maybe nobody else <laughs> i don't really know actually i, I heard monty does monty yeah. deserve it does an opposing coach deserve it does an executive deserve it i want to know after last week dan campbell winning it who gets this week's zero doinks cornish and player of the week as voted on by our fans and eggs can i give it to dan campbell again for winning a game finally uh i mean monty deserves it but i feel like i want to give it to dan campbell Let's give it to Dan Campbell again. Oh, Dan, I am so thrilled. I'm already in Detroit from last week, so I just have to walk on down the the road, the cobbled road of Detroit, Michigan, and avoid getting my penis shoosted off But Dan Campbell. Congratulations, Dan Doinks. Congratulations, Dan Campbell, on your first win. Oh, don't shoost me. I'm no good for Christmas. Eat a goose. Eat a goose. I, I don't know. We who cares? I like at this point nobody on the Bears deserves a Cornish hen. So I'm, Great. I'm thrilled. It's Dan Campbell. I hope he just runs the rest of the season getting the Cornish hen. Uh, but he definitely deserves it this week for taking down the Vikings. Do we even care at this point? I mean, it's fun to watch them lose. They're they're a disaster. Yeah. yeah, they're an absolute disaster. So that was. That was great. Actually, that was probably the loudest cheer of the day that I heard was 
people watching the end of that Vikings Lions game inside of the stadium as we were as we were leaving. So that's why Dan Campbell gets the Cornish end. I think the average the average cheese guys liked your uh, "Don't shoot me in the penis" uh, talk with Dan Campbell, if I if I remember right. Yeah, well, I think uh, Dan Campbell's the sort of guy that probably walks around his house with a rifle looking to shoot something. Right? That's I don't know. That might just, not be fair. Yeah, just strictly cocks. Ooh, ooh! Speaking of average cheese, should we move on to the uh, the Packer? It's Packers week, and it's about as anticlimactic as it usually is this time of year for Bears fans. Uh, unless there's anything else to add about your Soldier Field experience before getting there, Dan? No, for sure not. Fuck, fuck Sunday. That was okay. that was brutal. Yeah, Packers. Um, I did see Jordan Love is in the COVID protocol, and he was taking most of the snaps this week. <laughs> so this week, it's been what one day of practice. He's been taking the majority of the snaps with Aaron Rodgers dealing with his weird foot fetish thing or whatever he's got going on there. But come on, Aaron Rodgers is playing; he's gonna shove it up her ass. So yeah, and none of it matters. But no. yeah, I don't. So we've already done a Packers review this this season. So. Uh, we're gonna make this uh, short and sweet. I don't know the I don't know the records. Look them up. The Packers are ahead of the Bears all time record. They've won like thirty five in a row, something along those lines. Who cares? What? Whatever. Shut up. Uh, so I was trying to run through uh, notable people from Green Bay. Have I done this before? I can't remember I if I have. Uh, kind of a weak list overall. It wasn't great. So I'm just gonna highlight two people here that uh, that Green Bay should be very proud of. <laughs> Excuse me. The first one is Tony Shaloub, the actor. He was born and raised in Green Bay. He's the star of Monk, Wings, no. and Mar- Marvelous Miss Maisel. Mrs. Maisel. You know Tony Shaloub? I'm picturing a guy with like kind of clown hair, like real bad yep. hair. Is that right? Okay. He was also in, like, I remember him from. Will Smith. Oh, Men in Black. He was like a creepy alien guy. Like I think he had like a wonky eye. Maybe Tony Shalhoub. I just like his name. I feel like Monk was a big show, uh, which I don't. I never watched. I don't know anything about Same. it. But in a, on his Wikipedia page, it mentions in May 2020, he and his wife Brooke got COVID, and they remarked, "And uh, we are, we are all Monk now." That was the quote. We are all monk now. And I was like, I don't understand that. And that reference, that show has probably been off the air since the 90s, early 2000s. Who watched it? Who would think that was funny? And what does it mean? Brooke Shaloub. (laughs) Shut up, Brooke Shaloub. Seriously. That's that's thinking that you've made it when you haven't, right? Where you start referencing yeah. a show like that. Yeah, my my clown hair husband, you know, he's yeah. he's got the vid, he's he's bleeding out of his penis right now, but I guess we're all monk now. <laughs> Fuck you, you Brooke. I yeah, that's a good point. Do you think they go to like dinner parties at you know, downtown Sheboygan and someone will mention their dog like have an explosive diarrhea and she'll just go oh that's so monk that's yes. so incredibly monk and they're like come again what's that mean mm-hmm. she goes mm-hmm. you know monk like you know just sort yeah. of yeah. does the head nod towards tony and she's like you know monk 
Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you know, Tony's balls deep in their family dog, probably. I'm guessing. That's <laughs> so monk. You got monked. I don't know what any of it means. Who's monk? What is monk? What is it? What was it about at all? I I, I know nothing know. about it. I know nothing about it. I I'm gonna guess he was a a doctor. Okay, <laughs> uh, I was leaning toward fireman, Fire. fireman, fireman. I don't know oh, how to say the word. Who's who's casting Tony Shalhoub as a fireman? Like that guy looks like he weighs. 58 pounds yeah. soaking wet yeah i hate it when people say that i know it's it's always very weird very very erotic though yeah uh well i think every firehouse needs a needs a run to the litter don't they that would be monk that's so monk bell that that's so monk. that's so monk all right anyway. we'll get off we'll get off of monk monk oh. wouldn't do this oh, oh yeah we will Oh, that's so monk. You think that's what he does when he's <laughs> treating the misses to something? Uh, you think they do monk dirty talk? I I assume so. I can see that. Yeah. I'm 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 a businessman, monk. Banging my secretary. Uh, that's so monk. Tony, your clown hair is tickling my insides oh jesus christ i'm sorry i'm so sorry because you know he'd try to he'd try to jam that clown hair in every orifice no don't finish that don't finish that thought please okay let's move on i meant her ears let's move on to to the next i have one more person uh it's this one's much lighter uh, this is uh, the most notable Green Bay Packer of all time, uh, Randall Woodfield. He is a ex-Packer player and a serial killer. Oh. He's known as the I-5 killer. He murdered people through Washington, Oregon, and California. He's suspected in up to 44 murders. Uh, he was drafted by as a wide receiver out of Portland State in 1974. Uh, but he was cut from the team during training camp after a series of in- indecent exposure arrests. Uh, oh so Randall Woodfield, pride and joy of Green Bay, Wisconsin, right there, a murderer. That You're rooting sense. for murderers, Packer fans. Yeah, that absolutely adds up. That really does. 44, huh? That's exhausting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's... He sounds like a real piece of shit, actually, so probably shouldn't make too many jokes. But I, I do have a question. What's the what's the move with indecent exposure? Like, you just run up on people, you just toss your cock out, and, like, what's the follow-up? You have to say something. Like, I assume it's something like, oh, this is so monk. But, like, do you, sh- do you like, shake it around? Are you, are you ready to go? Like... Yeah, what do you, I you I feel like you have experience with this. No, fortunately I don't, but I do I I picture more like like flopping or like a like a fish on a boat, right? Just okay, like Okay. Okay. I don't know. I I yeah. Uh a coat, definitely a trench coat, right? You just got to be a I, long coat. Yeah. yeah. I uh I don't know. That, Is it more of like a sound effect thing like 
you just jump sound out like. of a bush and you're like, do you like what you see? Bing bong. Penis town. Next stop. Penis town. Boo boo. I think that's it. I think you nailed it. Or are you just looking for like feedback, or you think like someone's to be like, "Oh, I need to, I need to get on that," or you're just like, "What do you think? Mm-hmm. Room for improvement, or am I good to go?" What would, what would some of the offerings be too? Like from the feedback crowd, like yeah, like mm, do something about that foreskin. Yeah, oh yeah, ooh, little manscaping would go a long way, buddy. I don't know. I just don't. I don't understand that move. Like, what's the like just forcing a, people to to see your dick? Mm-hmm. Can ladies do it too? Do ladies do it? Hmm. I don't know. Like, I <laughs> I don't I don't know that I want you to walk the walk the audience through what that would be like, but. Hmm. I don't know. It's uh it's a power move by a powerful guy who's murdered forty four people, yeah. I guess, right? So congratulations, Packer fans. You root for serial killers. You do. So yeah. That's all I got for Green Bay and their terrible uh residents. I I think I'm in on Monk. I'm in in general on Monk. I don't know what it is, but Yeah. The idea of it. I and I don't want to really know like is he is he he's maybe a lawyer or a psychic maybe he's a psychic can we promise ourselves and the audience that by next week's episode you and i will have watched the pilot episode of monk i don't know where it's available but i'm sure we can find it right yeah i, I will absolutely do that let's see monk monk a monk fruit what's that monk season eight how many seasons of this knock it off america yeah uh it yeah i oh man it ended in 2002 all right Uh, Mm. or maybe it started then yeah why am i doing this this is terrible (laughs) this is terrible radio on wfuk it's true sorry sorry everybody now would be a great time to thank, uh, I believe her name is Meg in Minneapolis for sliding to our DMs. She has a Packers fan as a boyfriend, but she's Ooh. A-OK in our book. Thanks for listening. Anything else to uh, to add to Packers preview, Cardinals review? This has been weird. This has been, this has been weird. weird. Yeah. I just want to follow up on Monk season one here. I'm going to name okay. the just a few of the... Uh, episodes. We'll see if we can piece together what this is. Uh, season one, Mr. Monk meets the cana- the candidate, part one. Part one. Yep. Uh, s- episode two, El Senor Monk y El Canadito, two. Episode three, Mr. Monk and the Psychic. Ooh, Psychic. Oh, Did I? That was one it. of my predictions. Yep. Uh, episode four is my favorite uh, name uh, episode. It's just episode four. Wow. And, they probably, uh, they well, thought they were getting canceled. After the well, f- buddy, this is coming full circle here. Episode five is is Mr. Monk goes to the carnival. 
Oh, he could be a clown. This he is could great. be a clown. This All right, episode one, we're we're in it. Well, we're I'll find it for you. Okay. We'll 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 do a full review of okay. episode one next week. Okay, it great. Sounds good. I love this. Well, it'll be in place of Bears Packers review because okay. we all know. I mean, what Packers win by twenty eight and yeah. we're embarrassed on national TV. Like absolutely, we, we know what this is. Just no, will be no questions asked, no setup. We'll just launch right into Monk review. That's I right. like it. I like yeah. it. We're rewarding the most loyal of our listeners. Speaking of which, thank you so much for listening. As usual, we love you so much. This has been, I don't even know what the fuck this was, but thanks, Dan, for everything thanks. you do. Yep. Next stop, Penis Town. That's all, Monk. Do you have a bear? that you fantasize about every Sunday, so do we. It's Bear's Fantasy Corner. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Who Bear's Fantasy Corner? I'm sure all of you are spending a lot of time fantasizing about all of the offensive weapons that the Bears have. Dan, Last week, I believe you had the aforementioned Jakeem Grant Sr., and I had whatever his first name is, Bird. Demir? Yeah, that sounds right. They both were out there a lot on offense. A lot of time. That's not a good sign. Not at all. That's why we lost and why we stink. Yeah, so I got you this week. Jakeem Grant had 13 fantasy points, had a nice nice catch, right? He scored the the Dalton points pass kind of over the defender kind of a lucky like uh, over the defender pass and Jakeem uh 13 fantasy points Demir Beard Demir Beard I feel like Bird had a big drop too I want to say he had one of the few passes that actually hit the receivers in the hands and he dropped it uh so he had four fantasy points so I'm catching up to you you're up on me six five and one Uh-oh. on the year uh so it's time for you to get serious Bill so why don't you Give me. Oh, by the way, I love not to step on a potential pick for you here, but one of the very few weeks that we didn't pick Jimmy Graham and he actually scored, so uh, that worked out nice for us and makes way too much sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because you know when Andy Dalton's starting, you can't help but get Jimmy Graham in there for fifty percent of the snaps for some reason. It makes no sense, and he celebrated that touchdown like he won the fucking Super yeah. Bowl. God damn it. That guy, get the fuck off our team. Honest to God. And I think also we're, not to bring this back, but didn't Pace kind of renegotiate, or, and I obviously with Graham's agent's permission, but I think we renegotiated his deal this year to last over the next two to three years, like spread some money out. So we're going to be paying Jimmy Graham longer than this year. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> like, seriously. It's insane. Yeah, but let's uh, promote let's promote anyway. the guy that did that. Let's promote yeah. Ryan Pace, please. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's, let's do that. that. Let's do that. That'd be that's a great idea. Anywho, Bears Fantasy Corner. Um, I don't want Jimmy Graham this week. I don't because I think he's too hot, too hot of a hand. You just can't. You know, you're going to get burned, right? So I am going to go. My assumption is Justin Fields sits out one more week. Uh, so I'm going Nick Foles because I think Andy Dalton gets his head ripped off by Green Bay's defense, and Nick Foles comes in, and mm, I think he gets at least four points, four fantasy points. So Nick Foles is my pick. How about you, Dan? 
I love that pick. I'm going to take a guy who we've all been waiting for to have a breakout game this year. Uh, obviously, he definitely will play. I'm just going to go with Allen Robinson then. Give me Allen Robinson. Hopefully, he got his – I don't even know what his injury is. Groin, uh, butt, uh, Made up, butt hurt. Probably, he's just right? – his yeah. feelings are hurt. Yeah. Uh, so, when Nick Nick Foles, Allen Robinson have a lovely connection, that's going to be – that's going to be a great setup, and Foles is probably going to fumble 35 times. He's about to write off his giant cock, so he's going to lose points for that, but he's going to get all of his receptions. Receptions? Nope, he's going to throw the ball. Allen Robinson's getting the receptions. That's my click to pick, my pick to click. I absolutely love it. I think we just manifested this. It's going to be great. Tune in, NBC, Sunday night. Al Michaels has money on the game, guaranteed. And anyone – like. The Bears are never getting flexed out of Sunday night football. All of the Bears fans saying, oh, no. please flex us out. It's Chicago. We're a major market. The ratings will always be there yeah. for a Chicago team. So stop. I mean, I, you know, we joked about the Thursday, the Thanksgiving game being at 8 a.m. We obviously weren't serious. There's just I feel like people were genuinely uh, worked up that the Bears didn't get flexed out of that oh, Sunday we're, night. We're all so, still going to watch. We're, oh, yeah. we're a bunch of sick fucks. What else, what else are you going to watch, Monk? Yeah, yes, we are, Bill. We absolutely are. Uh, all right, fuck. God damn it, I hate the Bears. Okay, uh, top performers this week. Does not include tonight, but I don't think we're going to have a, any high fantasy performers with the 50 mile an hour, and mile an hour, <laughs> mile an hour wins. Uh, <laughs> uh, top performers, Tom Brady, 42 fantasy points. Oh, Kyler Murray. Hmm. Huh. He had huh. 36 fantasy points. Good job, oh, Bears. Boy. And uh, Justin Herbert, my Sherbert, had 35 fantasy points. God, I feel like he's been the top three many weeks. Yeah, and I think then I'll have like one really big. That's a hard team to figure out. I they, I feel like I bet on them, and I'm always wrong one yeah, way or I the other. I don't do it anymore for that exact reason. Yeah. And that, it's that weird 3 o'clock game they usually have that I am terrible at no matter who I toss cash at. Yeah, I'm off it. I'm off the Chargers. Unless Rick tells you otherwise. Yes. All right, Trash Performers of the Week presented by Glad and Taysom Hill. We'll get to you, Taysom. Trash performers this week. Tight end for the Rams. Gerald Everett had negative 2.3 fantasy points. He had two fumbles lost. Good game for him. Wide receiver for the Broncos. Deontay Spencer had negative two points. And uh, San Francisco wide receiver Travis Benjamin, negative two fantasy points for him as well. Those are your trash performers of the week. All right, Taysom Hill started last week. Uh He's trash. He's trash. He, but I'll just come out and say it. He had twenty three fantasy points. Who cares? How, he lost. Yeah, how he had, do you even do that? I don't know. Yeah. I was yeah. shocked. He had yeah. four interceptions. He pulled the old Andy Dalton, and and they were terrible interceptions. He's a terrible quarterback. He's not a quarterback. Mm-mm. And uh, just to rub salt on the wound for myself, I had a same game parlay of uh the Cowboys money line I believe a fumble lost those hit and then I had Taysom Hill under I'm sorry this is not hams and bread I had Taysom under 219 passing yards it was a lock right until the end of the game and he threw a random 75 yard touchdown pass (laughs) that the Cowboys just gave away so like 
I probably deserve that after shitting on Taysom every week, even when he's not on the, on the field. But he stinks. I, nobody can tell me otherwise. There's two things you will never change my mind. Ryan Pace is a good GM and that Taysom Hill's a quarterback. Nope, not doing it. He's trash. Yeah. Yeah, he was terrible. I did not watch one minute of that game. I did not participate in the wagering that you were talking about with Coach Cuse and Rick Fieldsman before the game again. We will revisit all that fun stuff, I'm sure, and hams and bread coming up next. Uh, Dan, I assume – wait. We're still in fantasy corner. I was about to ask you a question. Yeah. Ham's a bread question. Okay, I'm an idiot. Hold Ugh. your bread, buddy. Hold your bread. Fucking bears. They just they they put worms in your brain. This is what mm-hmm. the bears do. I I hope there's a lot of Packers fans listening to this episode and enjoying. <laughs> These aren't even bears tears because we're dead inside. You've, you've yeah, said you it can't multiple hurt times. Us. Yeah, we're not yeah. even hurt. We're just like. I don't even know what we are. Well, how would you describe us right now, Dan? Um, I we're at the acceptance stage, I think, of, mm. of grief. We're just we just roll with it. This is our this is this is our life. We just yeah. we're just a fucking joke. We get embarrassed. We've been embarrassed so many times this year. I, I that's something actually I was thinking about today is how many games have we just gotten embarrassed this year? <sighs> it was. Uh, Packers, Packers, Tampa Bay, Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, would we classify this one? Maybe not this one. Ravens to a certain extent without Lamar and yes. just scoring at the end. So f- let's say five, five games we've gotten like embarrassing losses. Yeah, those are embarrassing uh, losses. But then you, I would put the Lions game in that category too. That was an embarrassment on, okay. on TV. Yeah, right? it's right. not the same. Yeah. but it's sort of like it's it's a douchebag of a of a franchise when you're watching that game. <laughs> <laughs> but how many times are we going to get embarrassed? Like, does does anybody care? Uh, nobody wow. seems to care in that organization, and that's that's the disheartening part of all of this. Is we as Bears fans care way more than anybody on the sideline or in Lake Forest fucking cares and that's yeah. that's why you can't hurt us Packers fans cuz we are just hollow inside there's nothing there you're just shouting into a void we are indestructible though at the same time so next year we're coming out swinging with our with our new GM our new president of football operations Ryan Pace <laughs> god damn it it's please be great. god no This has been Bears Fantasy Corner. Coming up next, you're going to get some hot, hot picks. Thank you, Dan, for your research. Fuck you, Taysom Hill. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Zero doinks! Yes. Yes. Zero doinks! Yes. Go! Zero doinks! Push the ball. Push the ball. Hams and bread. Go! Yes. Go kick it in. Hams and bread. Let's go. Hams and bread. Pick three. Printing money. Pick of the week. All right, Rick. Make us feel better, baby. Come on, baby. Come on, Ricky. Give us a three and a week. You're fucking due for a three and a week. You you got Rick down. Is he 
Is he betting against himself this week? We're going to find out. Who knows? Who's to say? Brick, take it away, baby. Hi, this is Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hams, 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 and hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Hands and spread. Rick Fieldsman. Hands and spreads. Our buddy Rick Fieldsman. Hands and spreads. Hands and spreads. Hands and spreads. Hands and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Rick Fieldsman. Rick Fieldsman. Hands and spreads. Featuring me, Rick Fieldsman. All right, fuckers, we're back. This is Rick Fieldsman here. Um, Bears are terrible. Everton's amazing. Bears break my heart. Um, There's no better way to put it. I was offered tickets to the game. I went to the game. The game fucking sucked. It was raining the whole time. It was cold. Rick Fieldsman, a little bit of the winter depression sinking in right now. And I'm going to have nothing to root for for the rest of December into January. Except our beloved Toffees. Um, Northwestern sucks. Marquette basketball, decent. Um, It's just, I got to gamble on something. So we're going to go with these shitty NFL games that I'm going to present to you. Here's what I did. Rick is three wins below 500. So if Rick goes 3-0, and Rick's going to have a 500 season. And when you put Rick into a corner, Rick always comes out on top. So here's what I did. We all know the NFL is rigged. We've established that already. I made three picks. Three of the hottest fucking picks I've made all season. I then took the other side of each of those picks for these three picks. And here's why. The NFL's rigged. The Zero Doinks downloads have been off the charts. You know Goodell is tapping into this. And you know that he's rigging this shit. So here's what I'm doing. I'm giving you these hot picks. I'm taking the other side. So a bet against Rick Fieldsman is actually a bet for Rick Fieldsman. It's a little Inception. Um, it's a little Interstellar. Uh, it's a little Memento. Uh, it's a lot of prestige. So let's get started with the hottest picks. These are the official picks. And here we go. Hands and spreads pick one. Oh, I got the hottest picks. Pick one. The Saints are playing at the Jets. This is Sunday at noon. The Jets are five-point dogs. Uh, Taysom Hill is trash. The Jets are the hottest team in football right now. They are due. They're on a, a due streak. They are plus five. I am absolutely riding the Jets Sunday at noon. It's going to be a little precursor to the Bears Sunday night. The Jets. Oh, my gosh. I'm watching football all fucking day on Sunday. I don't care anymore. I don't care. I don't care, baby. Good luck to peeling my white ass off this couch. Jets plus five. Let's go to the next bit. Hands and spreads pick two. All right. We got the San Francisco 49ers at the Cincinnati Bengals. Sunday, 325 p.m. I love the Bengals. The Bengals are such a good team, such a hot team. 
and that's why I'm going for it with the 49ers plus one. Uh, the 49ers, Garoppolo, I don't know if he's thrown a complete pass this whole season. Uh, Frank Gore still running the ball very well. Um, love the 49ers. Absolutely love him in this matchup. Away in Cincinnati, it's probably going to be cold. Uh, 49ers are used to that with the fog. Uh, so we're going to go with the Niners plus one. That's a 325 game. We're going to back it up for a noon game for this last pick. Here we go. Hands and spreads, pick three, printing monies, pick of the week. Uh, not sponsored today. Um, been drinking too much. <laughs> All creativity is lost. Anywho, the Seattle Seahawks are going to be playing at the Houston Texans Sunday at noon. The Seahawks won a game because Baltimore sucks. And this is not how you want to be uh, going into the end of the season, as I like to call it, the uh, third trimester. Uh, so, therefore, I'm going with the Texans. Texans are plus seven. Texas might win this one outright. Uh, they scored, I believe it was zero points last week. So, they've been saving it up. Pete Carroll's a douche. Uh, the Texans are absolutely going to beat Seattle uh, heads up, but I will gladly take the points. So, there are the three picks. You parlay these bitches. You get plus six one one, and that sounds that's the four one one for this week. And I just want to tell everybody that uh, the Bears are still terrible. Um, four minutes later, nothing has changed. Um, Ryan Pace, though, got to keep him. Keep Ryan Pace. Uh, ditch everybody else. Cole Komet cannot touch the catch the ball. Uh, Nick Foles, uh, Super Bowl winning quarterback, though. Um, Foles to commit is the hottest connection in the NFL. I'm going to send it back to the boys. And as always, have a good one at the windows. And this has been the world's greatest and first segment within a segment Hams and Spreads with Rick Fieldsman. Rick Fieldsman. Oh boy, that is a, that's the sound of, of a guy who's 12 and 15, right? Who's up against the ropes, bankrolls looking a little thin. But I think this is the week he turns it around, Dan. I don't. He's a sloppy mess. I think he... he I'm hoping for 3-0. and We're more likely to get 0-3. But Rick, I love you. You're, you're a good man. And I hate to see you down, buddy. You're a sloppy fucking mess. He's in that zone like he's he is our Chicago baseball teams in April when you keep losing like two out of three with every series. You're like, no big deal. We're not getting swept. You know, it's early. <laughs> it's it's fine. We'll we'll recover. That's where we're at with with Dick Fieldsman right now. Yeah, I think so. And then you, you look up at the end of August and you're 20 games out of first you're chipping your way to the bottom of the barrel so Rick I hope you turn it around before you you lose more digits on your hands uh yeah good all right should we talk Bears Packers line this week yeah I assume that DraftKings etc have this on their books right I'm afraid yes, I'm afraid yes. to know where all where right. this is going well you're gonna find out real soon here all right, Bears are now four and eight on the season against the spread, uh, which is second to last in the NFL. The Packers are ten and two against the spread, which is the best in the NFL. So, 
Uh, two different ends of the spectrum there, not surprising. The over uh, Bears are four and eight, and the Packers are also four and eight. So this might be an underplay. I don't believe that. Uh, I think I said hit the over last week on Bears Cardinals. Uh, it definitely went over. That was, yep. I mean, Bears scored a little more than I would have guessed, and uh, the Cardinals, if they had to, probably could have put up seventy. Uh, okay, anyway. Bears, Packers, Sunday night. I probably will be asleep by halftime. No, just kidding. I'll be up. Uh, I've seen a different line. The DraftKings has the Bears at plus 11.5. FanDuel and Barstool has 12.5. So uh, I'm kind of surprised there's even a a point difference there. It doesn't matter. The the quarterback who plays for the Bears, that's always telling. I've said it before when – you don't know exactly who's playing quarterback, and they just set a line anyway because who the fuck cares? You still suck. That's a really bad sign. So Bears plus 11.5, plus 12.5, one of those. Over-unders 44 for this game. So, Bill, which way which way would you go? So I would do same game parlay, just these two picks. I would go over because the Packers are scoring 45, and I would say Packers minus either 11.5, 12.5. Doesn't matter. I would bet it up to... 20 and a half oh okay i would I was, I was thinking 18 is a sweet spot packers I... are going to fuck the bears couch even if fields is in there like it, the defense is going to give up a touchdown they're gonna give up points every possession and i feel like more times than not it's a touchdown that's how yeah. that's how i see it yikes <laughs> i like that yeah so i i i'm with you definitely take the over the packers might hit that themselves I would maybe do an alternate over, like bump that line up even more to give yourself better odds. Take like Packers minus 18. Just this is free money for you. To, the, the Bears aren't covering, so you might as well just no. give a few points back to make a little bit more cash. So yeah. that's one of those like if the season was feeling a little better, you'd be like, oh, yeah. That, I mean, we can backdoor that to either 7 or 10. It's going to. Packers are going to go up 14 early and they're not going to relent, right? That's right. that's yeah. you're going to know in the first quarter that whoops, should have gone Green Bay. Right. Yeah, right. you should have. Yeah, I'd, I'd I think I think if the number got to 18, I would maybe consider taking the Bears. Bad move. You were 20. <laughs> I wouldn't feel great about it. Yeah. But I don't think uh yeah, it's a sad state of affairs. And they're playing well. I hate to admit it, but the Packers like you know, I feel like they could have beat the fuck out of the Rams more than more than they did. They that was a weird game, and like they made the Rams defense look stupid. The Rams defense is overrated at this point, but right. I, that's not even a takeaway what the Packers did. It's 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 not great. I don't know how the Packers play out of a bye, but it's got to be better than the Bears play out of a bye, right? So what was, yeah, what, what's I don't the know. record? Well, I saw on Twitter the I should have written it down. Uh, the record now for Matt Nagy facing teams with over seven days rest. I think he's now two and thirteen or something oh, along Jesus those lines. Christ. So, <laughs> so if you're hoping for a win, man, I I don't know. I mean, I it would be if if we somehow won like a cheap game, that would be yeah, fun. But that would be fun. I would. I'm not, not going to happen. It's not no. going to happen. So, no. um, I mean, best case scenario for the Bears moving forward is we lose by seventy and they just. Are the McCaskies are forced to fire everybody and leave them in Green Bay to 
to you know sit with tony and brooke brooke was that her name and i think so get murdered by whoever the yeah whoever that guy was the i5 killer and just say not so monk so yeah i uh yeah bears we don't need to talk about that anymore don't take the bears come on save your we're we're all degenerates here but don't do that stop it no uh bill what other games do you like this week uh, Dan, gotta say, I don't even know who's playing who, much less the lines. No clue. All right. That's what I figured. It's just a weekly tradition. Uh, I, there's only two games that I like this week, Bill. Uh, I, didn't, I don't really like the slate, but the, let's get right into it. The first one here, the Bills are currently down four. They just missed a close field goal. The, the wind is fucking everything up tonight. They missed a, a close range field goal. And a what, win what's the score? What's the 14, total looking? It's 14 to 10 right now. So actually, nice. not as bad as I was expecting. Uh, but I think we're midway through the fourth quarter. So that could be a loss for them. So we have uh, the game I have is Buffalo at the Buccaneers. This, num- this number might change after this game. The Bucks are only given three at home Whoa. to the Bills. The Bucks are, uh, they're, they're, they're rolling right now. So. I think you just take the minus three at home for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Hell what do you yeah. like? Oh, yeah. No, I'd love that. That's, uh, you know me, it, more of a money line than a points guy, but even I would be tempted to go points instead of money line. Money line's relatively cheap, though, if it's minus three. But anyway, yeah, Tom Brady, he is. He's cruising. He and Gronk have found each other again. What, they had two, uh, they connected for two touchdowns yesterday. Yep. I highly advise not betting against Tom Brady the rest of the year between now and them probably winning another Super Bowl. Right. Tampa Bay, minus three, would be my pick too, buddy. Yeah, and off a short week too. Buffalo's got to bounce back after this freezing-ass cold game to face Tom Brady. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other, only other game I like, Bill, is uh, the Chicago Bears at the Green Bay Packers. I love the Packers minus 11. <laughs> I think that's an absolute lock. It's the only other game that I like this week. So maybe just take that. Maybe I, well, I actually like that in a parlay with the Buccaneers. Minus three, minus yeah. 11 and a half. Just parlay it, and that's free monies for you. That's free monies. Um, we didn't. We didn't bury the Vikings as much as we should have. Are they playing this week? Do you know who they're yeah. playing and mm-hmm. what the line is? Okay. Well, the Vikings, us. yeah, Vikings are lucky enough to play on Thursday night this week. They're at home. They're hosting the Steelers. They're actually favorites. They're three-point favorites against the Steelers. I don't think anybody needs to watch that game unless you're a fan of the Steelers and the Vikings. Yeah. Yeah, the Steelers, what a weird fucking team. I, I – uh, I threw a, a live wager um, on them toward the end of their game against the Ravens, and I almost almost lived to regret it. Uh, did Harbaugh make a bad decision when they, they cut the lead down to one and went for two with, like, ten seconds to go? I think I would have done the same, actually. I loved it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, Steelers were on their heels. You have two yards to gain to win the game, basically, right? And you don't know what overtime, if you're going to get that close on overtime. I was all about it. I heard some people ripping on Harbaugh today, and I thought, "I'm I'm with them on this." I am too, and that yeah. was and it was a tough it was a tough catch for yeah, Andrews. I saw Mark Andrews catching a lot of flack on Twitter immediately after. Mm. That was a really hard catch, and yeah. I I didn't agree with that. But that was I I like the call. That was ballsy yeah. on the road. I guess Harbaugh said today that 
he, there were a bunch of injury, uh, additional injuries. They're the most dinged up team in oh, the yeah. NFL. But I guess they were yeah. having a lot of issues with guys dinged up in their secondary. Yep. So he's like, we can't extend this game anymore just off of that. But he's a good coach. Like that's that's how good coaches think, and that's I mean, it's a. It would be so nice to have someone thinking outside of the box. Like, all right, we gotta let's just we gotta put this away because yeah. we probably will. We'll it'll kill us if we do overtime. That's just what I was thinking. What? How refreshing to have a guy that he's thinking about the actual game he is in at yes. that time, like adjusting to right. that game, right? As opposed exactly. to, oh, I spent five days prepping the script, and I, I you know, we got to just follow through with the script. Like, we need a guy like that. Yeah. Jim Harbaugh? <laughs> Does he think the same way? I know. Oh, man. He's not going anywhere. Uh, the other the other game, Lions are at the Broncos. The Lions are getting eight on the road against the Broncos at 3 o'clock time slot, so don't bet oh. that game, Bill. <laughs> oh, so gross. I talk about a game that I don't even know if Broncos fans are watching that game. Are they? No. I don't think they, you, you, you didn't even no, – don't even televise that. Like, yeah. Just throw that on, like – Telemundo radio and just call it a day. Nobody's watching that shit. Jesus Christ. Gross. Um, all right. Time to talk about the hottest team in the Premier League, Dan. Yeah, let's do it. For the, fir- for the first time in podcast history, we welcome you to a segment within a segment within a segment. This is Toffee's Corner exclusively on Zero Doinks. Everton fan for my whole life. It's Toffee's Corner. Football. It's soccer time. And it, you know, your history. It's enough to make your heart go. Oh, we don't care what the red side say. What the heck do we care? Toffee's Corner, exclusively on Zero Doinks. So, weird Monday game that I'll be honest, Dan, didn't realize was happening until you mentioned something on the WhatsApp. Uh, how did our boys in blue do today, buddy? They're all the way back, Bill. They are all the way back. Uh, well, let's let's actually take a step back because last since we've last recorded, they've ha- they've had two games. This is the second game. Oh yeah, since we were last on the air, they played Liverpool, uh, their rival, their in town rival, in the Merseyside Derby. I think is what they call it. Uh, Everton got their tits kicked in. They lost four one. Liverpool's like legitimately fun to watch. They are. They had that Mo Mo Salah guy. He's He's fucking awesome. Like you could tell, they're like a real team. It's kind of like we we picked the Bears of the EPL. Like they're just dog. They seem poorly coached. They seem like everything's really fucking hard. And then you watch like they play good teams. And you're like, oh, that's they're like playing a different sport. That's kind of what Liverpool was last week. But that was a terrible performance. But but that's in the past. Today they they hosted Arsenal at home. The crowd seemed electric. I saw on Twitter that there was a strong push to have fans walk out of the stadium or, like, leave their seats at the 27th minute because it's been 27 years since they've won any type of trophy. God, that and sounds I, and like, so familiar. 
but it's funny because like I, I, I it seems like uh if you watch some of the I, sometimes I get in the weeds with this with Everton if you watch like interviews and stuff with uh the coaches and the players they reference the fans quite a bit like fan reaction and what the fans are doing and chanting and they ask players to comment on that stuff mm. so like the fans seem to hold a much more of a sway or they seem to want to be more influ- uh they want to influence more decisions on the field so i was expecting like a huge contingency of people to walk off the field and the broadcast was like the camera was focused on the fans in the 27th minute and it seemed like a real soft number of people that were actually <laughs> leaving their seats. But it's almost like the broadcast, like they're just like, hey, the fans are a part of this. Like if they're chanting like fire, if it was like the equivalent of fire Matt Nagy, and I feel like the U.S. broadcast would just be like, oh, the fans seem upset. They, the EPL broadcast would be like, oh, they're fucking his shit up. <laughs> Listen to that chant. So I, I like that aspect of it. But anyway – the, the crowd seemed into it today. The night game over there, Arsenal, they beat Arsenal 2-1. Richarlison uh, tied the game up in the 79th minute. He had a few goals, at least one. I think I missed the second one. Of He had a few goals that were overturned by VAR. He was offsides. But, uh, and then Damari Gray with an awesome goal in the stoppage time, like the 92nd minute or some shit like that. Everton now with uh, 18 points. They moved up to 12th on the table before uh, the rest of the game sort of fall into place this weekend. Next match is Sunday. They turn it around quickly at Crystal Palace, who's 14th on the table. What are your thoughts or Brother Dave's thoughts? So my thoughts exclusively brought to zero dunks by Brother Dave probably. Feels like a season-defining win for the boys. They could have given up when the two goals were marked off for offside by VAR, as you mentioned, Dan. But they showed resolve and earned the win in the end. Richarlson was determined to get a goal to count, and then Gray's unstoppable winner was a thing of beauty. If they play like this again at Crystal Palace on Sunday, another three points should be coming home from London. That's how I feel about it, Dan. Great. Thank you so much. They're dogs again. I didn't write down the odds, but they're like plus 230. Crystal Palace is like plus 150, oh. something like that. And then the draw was like plus 220. So um, they're back. They're, they're all back. the way back. They were. They yeah. seemed very aggressive today, which uh, I'm still in. I'm proud of myself that I'm still – I'm still watching as as much as I can. It's it's easier in the middle of the work day when I can throw it on, like throw it on a TV while I'm working, and I'm enjoying it. It's, yeah. it's fun when they win. <laughs> I think uh, I think Rick Fieldsman's uh, said it best in our in our WhatsApp when he said, "Don't put Everton in a corner. You can't don't do it. Don't do it. That's dangerous. You'll get you'll get your thumbs bit off right yep. clean off the hand. Yeah, that's." I don't know. The hams are slapping. (laughs) This has been another rousing edition of Toffee's Corner. Thank you, Dan. Anything else to add about our boys in blue? Nope. Nope. See you next segment. Corner kicks. This concludes Hams and Bread, America's favorite sports wagering segment. 
which includes the segment within a segment, hams and spreads, and the segment within a segment within a segment, Doffy's Corner. Thank you for listening exclusively on Zero Doinks. Love the toffees forever. Ooh, love your kit, Dan. Corner kicks. Our boys in blue. Top of the table. Toffee, toffee, toffee. It's Bears season. It's Justin Fields season. Have you ever wanted to follow us? Do it at Zero Doinks. Instagram at Zero Doinks. Twitter at Zero Doinks. Slip into our DMs wet, wet, wild. If the hams are a slapping, don't come a slapping. If the hams are a slapping, don't come a slapping. Follow us on the World Wide Web, www.zerodoinks.com. Buy our swag, buy our swag, buy our swag, buy our swag. At Zerodoinks. Weirdest Big Ten minute, and I love it so much. <laughs> Big Ten minute. A bunch of fat, pale Midwesterners just roaming around Pasadena. You love the Illini, and I have a life. I bleed orange and blue. Gophers minus three is my pick. I respect your love for the Illini. Shove it, shove it, shove it. Row, 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 shove, shove, shove. I'm like pretty much the only Gopher fan that people know. The Big Ten Minutes, oh my god, the college football landscape has been shaved? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that makes Sponsored sense. Sponsored by but... Manscaped. Shave your balls and your nipples if you're really too hairy. Manscaped here on Zero Doinks. Put in promo code Tony Shaloub to get a free... To get a free set of clown hairs to glue onto your pubes, that's Tony Shaloub. Promo code Tony Shaloub here on Zero Doinks. Back to you, Bill. Could you imagine having to think about how to spell Shaloub? Like, oh, I need this. I need fifty percent off my my ball shavings. Like, damn it! What was the guy in Monk's last name? What was it? I think here's a trick. Just put in Monk. Promo code Monk. Mm. And they'll send you a, a, a prosthetic breast of his wife Brooke. Prosthetic? Does that say that that, can't, that didn't sound right coming out of my mouth? Prosthetic? Those are just fake boobs. And, and is it just? Why would it just be? Why would it just be one of her breasts? I think she's in, she's in on it, which is strange in itself. But who is to who's to know otherwise? Like right. you're like you get it. You're like this isn't this isn't her boobs. <laughs> it's just one of them. Just one. 
I asked for her right one. This is her left one. Oh, okay. Jesus. Holy cow. What uh, are we doing? Big 10 minutes? Big 10 minutes. So uh, one of the Big 10 teams is in the playoff. It is, uh, it's the Michigan Wolverines. Congratulations, Ty and Ontario, for your, for your uh, Jim Harbaugh coach team. Oh, God, now I'm just thinking of Monk again. Um, they Did you watch any of their absolute shellacking of Iowa on Saturday night, Dan? Or um, did you just see the final score and say, yeah, that's what I would have expected? Uh, I watched it on and off, but I know I wasn't that locked in. That was an ass-kicking, kind of what had to happen for the Big Ten. I'm sure the Big Ten as a whole was not upset about I'm surprised Michigan seems a bit more legit than I would have than I would have thought, but they're not getting a ton of respect in their uh, from Vegas in their in their game this uh, playoff season. But good for them, good for them. It's, uh, I I don't know. I hate to admit this, Bill. I don't know if you'll be upset with me. I kind of find myself rooting for Michigan. Is that weird? No, you know I. What's weird? weird thing about me dan is i um because i'm not like a huge notre dame football fan i i was when i was a young child but i i lost my love going into college for for notre dame like i've never totally hated michigan football i've hated michigan basketball outside okay. of the chris weber mm-hmm. couple of years they were fun obviously um so no i don't i don't watch uh michigan football and have any hatred at all Okay. All right. I wasn't sure because I know Illinois fans in general seem to fucking hate Michigan. And I, there's a part of me that's kind of happy for Jim Harbaugh to sort of shove it in everyone's face. I mean, right? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're all kind of Harbaugh guys because he's an ex bear and he rubs people the wrong way. But I feel like he's taken so much shit over the years that to finally get over that hump for himself, I kind of feel myself pulling for him a little bit. But. No, I, I, I'm with you. I, yeah, he's just a weirdo. Like he's not like a bad dude. And, and and yeah, Michigan, like, didn't they renegotiate his contract to make him very easily fireable after this year? If they could, because that was kind of where it was trending, right? Right, right. So it's yeah, good for him. I mean, I mean, and he really, the scoreboard didn't necessarily indicate it, but they beat the fuck out of Ohio State. The prior week and yep and you know tim i don't think is shocked him in iowa that what michigan i don't think he was expecting an iowa win but i doubt he was expecting what was it 45 to 3 like that's oh, that's impressive yeah. Yeah, yeah that's impressive no left no doubt no doubt uh well good for them yeah. good for them now they get so, to play georgia georgia yeah georgia Ooh, this what happened to them this weekend i mean shame oh, on I, I take full responsibility for thinking it was smart to bet against Nick Saban. That was dumb. And you, yeah, I think you said it in our WhatsApp chat, like, I'll believe I'll believe that Alabama gets her ass kicked when I see it with my own eyes, and you were fucking right. Like, that was dumb. And it was in the moment, you're like, oh, that's right. They're coached by Nick Saban. Like, this, they don't go down easily, so. No. Yikes. Yeah, that was, that was pretty sweet. I was heavily invested in uh in Alabama football on Saturday and, and rewarded for such things. Thank you so much, DraftKings. Uh and Nick Saban. Really has nothing to do with DraftKings. Uh they play Cincy, Bama does. Interesting final four. I don't 
you know, it's. I was talking to uh, uh, Lamont Doinks yesterday at the aforementioned Santa brunch, and he. Th- it, it came out like toward the end of when we were seeing each other and talking about it. And it's like, God damn it. Like, are they trying to set up? I'm sure they're trying to set up another rematch in the final. Are you annoyed like some non SEC fans are that that could happen? Would you have rather seen a rematch right away in the, in the semis or not really? I don't think so. I think they're, they're the two best teams in the country. Like probably, and you yeah. probably don't want to see them back to back. I mean, uh, well, let's just look at the lines this week. I mean, Alabama's giving fourteen points to Cincy. Oh, is that what it is? Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, and Georgia's giving seven and a half to Michigan. So just based off the odds, they're the two best teams in the country. So that probably makes sense. And I trust those numbers are closer to what reality is. So. Uh, annoyed in general that it's going to be an S- another SEC championship game. Yeah, a little bit, but it's probably correct. So, I mean, I would probably rather see them play again in the final game as opposed to, like, figuring out a way to get Michigan in that championship game just because they, you know, well, they'd have to they'd play, match them up with Cincy. Like, right. <laughs> who's watching that game? I will. I mean, we w- yeah, you would, but <laughs> you would, <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I absolutely would, but yeah, no doubt, yeah, I don't but yeah, know. it's it's weird though. I I'm with you, yeah, I'm with you. Um, let's not disrespect the true NCAA champion though, Minnesota Golden Gophers. Thank you. Uh, was was their <laughs> was their bowl game announced? Has it yet to be announced? What's what's the scoop, buddy? Okay, I, I'll give it to you. Yes, the Gophers are going to be playing in the guaranteed rate bowl in Phoenix. Mm which is played at Chase Field, uh, home of the Diamondbacks, right? Weird. Yeah. Uh, this is So I was a little curious what the guaranteed rate ball was. This is, and found out that this is the Gophers' fourth appearance in the guaranteed rate ball. Now, it's changed hands many times. It was the Copper Bowl, then mm. it was the Insight Bowl, then it was the Buffalo Wild Wings Bowl, the Cactus Bowl, and the Cheez-It Bowl. This is its first year as the G-Rate Bowl. So the the Gophers were in it three times before as the Insight Bowl. Uh, how do you feel about that? I feel like if you're changing names of bowl games, it's no longer – they no longer have a track record or a, a yeah. record book for that. That's where my head was at, too, as you were saying that. And no offense to G-Rate, but, man, what a disappointment. It's not the Cheez-It Bowl, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. That's a great one. I feel like their trophy was like a bowl of Cheez-Its. I could be wrong, but in my mind, I feel like I remember someone from, like, Boise State holding up a Cheez-It bowl trophy. I don't know. Boy, yo, 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 That is, that's me in a handbasket right there. That is, yeah, it's right up your alley. Well, Bill, the uh, Gophers record in the inside guaranteed copper Buffalo Wild Wings Cactus Cheez-It Bowl, uh, they're 0-3, Bill, so they are not great going in, going down to Arizona playing a bowl game. The last, the first appearance was in 2006. Uh, the Gophers were up 38-7 to in the third quarter and gave up. Uh, they eventually lost that game. <laughs> they, that's the biggest lead, in, blown lead in bowl history. Uh, and I believe Glenn Mason was fired after that game. So uh, was the coach. You know what? 
I wonder if oh. your boy Tony Peterson was there. He I might bet have been. he was. I yeah, bet he was. Yeah, he mm-hmm. might have been there. So not a great track record, but it's you know they can only get better in the G-rate Copper Insight Buffalo Wild Wings Cactus Cheese It Bowl. This year they play on. Oh, I didn't write that down. It's like December twenty eighth. I think it's a really late game too, like a like a nine p.m. kickoff yes. or something. So uh, that could be good. That could be yeah. good. Like drinking pregame. It's good. Should we, get, toge- should we get together for that? I'm not against it. Let's look into it. Let's look yep. into it. Um, do you want to run through the other Big Ten bowl games? Sure. I got all Go those ahead. here. If you have them, because I don't have any. I got them here. All okay. right. Uh, Rose Bowl this year. Ohio State. Ohio State. What? It sounded weird coming up. Am I high? I might be high tonight. I'm not Wait, sure. Did you, mention, did you mention who Minnesota's playing in that game, by oh, the way? Oh, I did not. They play West Virginia. <laughs> okay. They play West Virginia. <laughs> okay. There you go. Sorry. And Gophers are favored. They're minus five for that game. So. Uh, over-under is 45, so that maybe if they don't blow the biggest uh, lead in bowl history again, well, they'll be in good shape. Yeah, you go. thank you thank you for bringing that back. No problem. Uh, other Big Ten bowl games, Rose Bowl, Ohio State versus Utah. Okay, who cares? Uh, Chick-fil-A oh, like Bowl, yeah. Michigan State versus Pittsburgh. Uh, remember when Michigan State was like the third-ranked team in the country? Now they're in the Chick-fil-A Bowl. That's actually not a bad one, right? That used to be yeah, the that's pretty good. Peach, Peach Bowl, mm-hmm. right? Okay. That's cool. That's a jam uh, first game, right? Yeah, that's a good game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah, it's got to be. I think so. Uh, Citrus Bowl, Iowa versus Kentucky. Outback Bowl, Penn State versus Arkansas. Las Vegas Bowl, Wisconsin versus Arizona State. Oh. That would be a fun one. Not the game, but just yeah. going to a bowl game in Vegas would be cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Music City Bowl, Purdue versus Tennessee. And the Pinstripe Bowl, Maryland and Virginia Tech. Nine, I think that's, is that nine Big Ten bowl games? It's too many, (laughs) isn't it? Yeah, nine. Yeah. Yeah, that's way too many. Yeah, that's. Who we cutting out of there, though? Maryland? Well, I think you trade Maryland for Illinois, so you keep that. So, yeah, who's the only teams that didn't make it? Indiana, Illinois, Nebraska. Northwestern. Northwestern. Is that it? Rutgers. 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 Yeah, Yeah, okay. All right, there we go. We got there. Uh, Yeah, all right, bowl season. We should probably talk about basketball. Give it to me. Illinois played today. Illinois played today. They are now two and zero in the Big Ten. They just won at Iowa, who were, I believe, seven and one going into that game. Their only loss was to number one Purdue on the road. Illinois, not all the way back, but they are getting there. I think that's the fifth win in a row. I believe that is the ninth uh, win on the road in the Big Ten out of their last ten games. That is the mark of a winner. If you sleep on Illinois, do it at your own risk, everybody. They are still outside of the top 25. I was surprised that they didn't jump back in after, uh, I think there were 26, if there was such a thing going into. Last week, they won two games, and they fell two spots, even though they beat Rutgers by, like, 30. So, okay, fine. Keep disrespecting the Illini. Um, they have to play... At uh, fortunately at home against I think like number ten Arizona on Saturday so that'll be that'll be interesting still miss Andre Curbelo they could use him but um, they're doing okay without him Kofi looks great I think he had nineteen boards and twenty points tonight at Iowa sorry Tim um, but yeah 
it's it's fun having Big Ten season back. Although I don't love the fact that they I don't know if you have any thoughts on this, Dan, where you do the two Big Ten games, then you go to non conference game and then you or non conference again and you bring it back in January. Kinda weird. But I'm yeah, glad Illinois is two and zero to start. They've done it like the last four or five years. I don't I don't know why. I don't know why. Hmm. Stupid. Uh but Let's not bury the lead here. We have an undefeated Big Ten team. Illinois has two losses. They wish they were the Minnesota Gophers who have run the table so far. Is that correct, Dan? That's correct. They're one of nine teams in the nation still undefeated. Uh, Purdue and Minnesota, the only two unranked teams. Unranked, no, undefeated teams in the Big Ten. Uh, No big deal. I mean, they're probably not going to lose this whole year. I'm surprised they're not ranked top five right now. They just keep rolling. They beat Pittsburgh last week. They did. They did. They Pittsburgh, did. and then they beat yes. Mississippi State. So they're not playing high school teams anymore, yeah. but maybe kind of higher-level high school teams. Yeah. Uh, I believe they play Michigan State this week, so they're just going to keep rolling. Uh, yeah, they're awesome. So yeah. they're t- already talking about them being a potential one seed in the tournament mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. based off Joe Lenardi's bracketology. Did I get that right? I think so. Okay. So, uh, yeah, the Gophers just keep rolling. They're the surprise team of the year. Everybody's saying that they're the best team ever. Uh, they have nothing but uh, lottery picks on their team. Yeah. I won't, You obviously know all of them, so I'm not going to name them. Right. Yeah, Gophers, yeah. You, should be, you should be nervous as an Illini fan. You should be real definitely. nervous. I definitely am. Uh, their new coach, whatever his name is, I'm not going to ask you because I know you know it. Obviously. Um, yeah, so the, he's undefeated. He will never lose. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I agree. The Gophers are to be feared. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. They're just going to bite your kneecaps off. Goldie. This has been the Big Ten Minute, and thank you, Frank. Uh, we're going to close the segment with your um, – you're paying off a bet. We bet friendly – wager of uh the loser of the northwestern illinois hat game the last game to close out the regular season for illinois northwestern um loser had to write a write and perform a song to be heard by everyone on zero dykes this is frank he's the best he's getting married this weekend everybody so keep that in mind he's been sick and this as he said this is his jordan flu game and you'll understand why Give it to us, Frank. Okay. This is Hurt by Grease Tank. Take one. I hurt myself today from watching Northwestern couldn't score. You need to do that to win. Illini put up points. Olima never let up. 47 to 14. Oh, I'll remember every. What have the cats become? Worst team in the West. 
Every year I get hope goes away in the end. Bill, you can't have this win. Enjoy it while it lasts. A lot I will let you down. A lot I will make you. Grey balls. Grey balls. Grey balls. Fast break, dribble, dribble, big and burly in the middle, led by two athletic brothers, opponents, brothers, defense mothers. Rick Fieldsman humpy over, the Fieldsman shake makes women smolder. Mike P making the latest tingle, stat sheet filling with a triple single. Bill and Dan Doigs are as smooth as yams. Did you see them pregame slinging the hams? Call your kids and wake a friend's wife. Great balls all winning it all tonight, Ray. Balls. The final world champion of all the world balls. World champs of the world. Gray ball. Gray balls. Final world champs of the world. Gray balls. Run nuts. The fuel's been shake. I'm glad you brought it up. Um, Step number one, acquire the ball. Gray balls, a team for old Fox. Bill, I was not there this past week. Uh, I was also seeing Santa. We had a lot of Santa conflicts between the two of us the, over the course of this past week. Uh, so fuck you, Santa, for ruining our lives. Bill, how did it go? How did it go on Wednesday? Not great. Um, we played a team that I believe lost in the championship, the the fake championship two years ago, 2020. Uh, not the consolation bracket. That's where all the money is made, as our memories. Um, they, I don't remember the name of their fucking team that we played. God damn it, I meant to write it down. Morning Ballers? No, that's not right. They um, they beat us by 35. We were, we were scoreless after two minutes, and Rick Fieldsman and I were on the bench, and we mentioned to each other, let's make note of this moment. And so here it is. We're making note of it. Uh, I think we were only down 11 at half. We implemented a slowdown offense. Great move. Like four corners, Dean Smith, you know, Tony Bennett, not the singer. Tony Bennett, by the way, born in Green Bay. He was another notable oh uh, person. Yeah. Sorry, go, go ahead. No, you're fine. Um, they, uh, yeah. So anyway, so this team... You'll remember them next time. I think we play them one more time in the regular season, and then obviously we'll we'll meet them in the championship game. They have um, two very tall guys who used to be very fit. COVID has not not served them well. They are they are very meaty, very thick. Not nearly as good as I remember them being. Uh, they took some real lazy threes. 
but their guards are unfucking believable. Their guards, we were, we had a um, uh, surprise party for Davy No Behavior, our starting point guard on Gray Balls. Uh, that was Saturday night, and we were estimating the shooting percentage from three from these guards, probably sixty percent, maybe sixty five. Yikes. Like no joke, and it's not like we we're playing incredible closeout defense, but even in an empty gym, that's pretty good. That's and good. they were, it was like on a fucking line. Like they, they didn't hit the rim. They were just right in the middle of the fucking hoop. Like it, they were, they're incredible. Um, kind of dickish though. The guards uh, toward the end, you know, we can. I'm sure the audience knows this rule too. Uh, last two minutes of any game, you can press. And one of the guards said, hey, two minutes to go. Let's press. They were up 38 at that point. <laughs> and I was guarding him, and I said, well, why Why would you do that? And I was, like, I was aggravated. Like, why, yeah. why the fuck? Because he was serious. I think he was serious. Like, it gives you pleasure to beat us by 40? And so I, I said, do you have the, do you have the over? Like, do you have the, and he's like, oh, yeah, you know. Blah, blah, blah. And then we hit a three, and I think it pissed him off. So, um, like, fuck you, right? Well, am I am I wrong? Right, do, I have the, do I have the wrong attitude here? No, you're not wrong. But let's just look at it from their perspective. Think about playing gray balls, and we have warm up music. Uh, there's a lot of guys who have gray ball hats, which I have yet <laughs> to receive. Uh, there's a. Did you have the turnover chain out? Did that make an appearance? No, uh, whoever has it forgot to bring it, but it would have been okay. there. Yeah. So, like, I think we might rub people the wrong way. So, I guess it's it's believable to me that they would want to completely shove it up our ass, okay. just based off of all of that. That's my only that's my only guess. Other, it's a dick move. Otherwise, okay. All right. Uh, I, I yeah, that's reason. That's too reasonable for this show, Dan. Uh, I was, um, <laughs> we had eight people and I think we have 16 on our roster or something. Yeah. So that's improbable that we're missing half the team. Right. Um, but we were, uh, they only had six, so that can't be an excuse. <laughs> uh, I was talking to, again, the aforementioned Lamont Doinks, um, who remembered like in detail the last time we played them like oh yeah this is kind of the offense that they run and here's how we can defend it's like lamont we need you we need you buddy let's go i think he's going to start playing with us in a couple weeks i think his work schedule clears up thank god we need all the help we can get we had one of the new big guys he was awesome uh he i don't i don't remember the final score but he had 60 percent of our points guaranteed okay all right Awesome. And I think he got exhausted so because he was carrying us so much. Um, yeah, not not the best showing, but I feel good. I think – and now whatever their other team name is, they think we suck. Yeah. So we are going to absolutely bite them right in the ass when we need to. It's uh, load management. You don't, you don't have to win those games when they don't count. So you're not showing your hand. You're not, you're not seeing the real plays. It's totally fair. Just, just write that one off and move on, right? So uh, this week, are you going to be there this week? Yes. You? Yes. Yes. First time this year, you and I will be there under the same roof. I will be there. I don't know who we play. I don't know what time it's at. I even asked today, and it was answered. I don't remember what time it was. So 8 o'clock. 
Okay, I'll be there. I'll see you there with my terrible shoes and uh, my incredible attitude. Well, we look forward to it. We are still 2-1. and one. We are above 500. Even I can do that math. And, yeah, a two seeds as good as a one seed in this league, I feel like. So we'll wrap that shit up before too long, right, buddy? Yeah, before the end of the year, for sure. Um, great. Sorry about that, Bill, but upward and onward, my Sorry, friend. Yes. Beers were slapping at Walnuts after. That's all that matters. Great balls. We'll be back this week. Dan and I will lead the team to a victory from the bench. Love you, Great Balls. Tony Shaloub. Let's wrap this motherfucker up. This is a weird episode. To a lot of Tony Shalhoub talk. Now, will that uh, boob that comes, is it Tony Shaboob? What do you think of that? I love it. <laughs> Presented by Manscaped, Zero Doinks. Uh, put in promo code Tony Shalhoub or Monk, and you will get a free prosthetic boob. Okay, Bill, we're going to wrap yes. this up. What do we want to talk about? Uh, bulls. Should we talk yep. Bulls? I don't know what happened tonight. Do you know what happened? I think they won yet again. Denver at home. I'm going to check the score while I'm just okay. rambling Oops, here. Uh, I know that Io started for uh, DeMar DeRozan. He was out for COVID-19 protocol. It sounded like Zach Levine had a good night. Uh did they win by more they than won. three and a half? One oh one oh nine ninety seven. Yes, right, it they covered. So Thank they you. Covered. Uh Bulls are still they're tied for first in the East right now. They're seventeen and eight on the year. Incredible run last week, beat the Knicks and the Nets on the road. Uh they're for real. I, there's yeah, yeah. nobody's doubting it at this point, right? I think ESPN had them fourth in their power rankings this week, so uh, not a mystery team anymore. They're legit. Uh, Billy Donovan's coach of the year. They're going to win uh, the, the championship this year. They're probably not going to lose another game. God bless America. God bless you, DeMar DeRozan. Io's awesome. He's he's a legit player. He, yeah. Kobe White probably shouldn't be on the team anymore, and all those minutes should go to Io. Yeah. I don't know if you're trolling me or not, Dan. I'm not. I'm legitimately okay. not. Okay. He's, he's, okay. he's a really good player. <laughs> He had a nice steal and a bucket tonight. I did see that in the highlights. No, he's he's for real. He's I good. Think, yeah, he's good. It's uh, it is funny. It's like just complete over analysis of scouting sometimes, right? Where a guy like right. that can drop to the second round, where it's like the dude, all he does is fucking win. And yeah, he's not the greatest athlete in the world, but he's athletic enough for the NBA. It's like it's yeah. He's awesome. I love him so much. I'm so glad he's on the Bulls, and I hope I hope he's with them for 16 years and wins multiple titles with them. Like he's 16. perfect. It's so, yeah, 16. I don't know why I threw out 16, but okay, we'll go with that. Yeah, he he does. I think we've mentioned on the show before. He does make Kobe White expendable for real. Right. Like right. it's the minutes are going to go to one of those two. Maybe Kobe White still has value. Hopefully. Of some sort, right? Yeah, and that's uh, talking to Rory Doinks a lot about it this yesterday, and he's a Bulls season ticket holder and talking about the Io-Kobe dynamic, and Rory's really frustrated that Kobe gets as many minutes as he does because clearly 
Io is better suited in that spot. Uh, but, you know, the speculation is are the Bulls playing Kobe to get his trade value up to get him out the door? Are they trying to get him in shape, you know, just in the hopes that he gets better? But at the, he's, a, you know, the, his Rory's, and I default to Rory on most Bulls matters because yeah, he's very, same. very tapped yeah. in. You know, he's like, at this point, it's kind of crazy to not play Io over Kobe. At just if you're looking to win win ball games, so um, I'm gonna stick with that. But I I know in what I've seen, Io's he's he's one chill dude out there. He's yes. real calm for a rookie, yeah. uh, not even like a high profile rookie. And you're right, like that dude was like na- like national player of the year talk, and then he just fell for complete on unre- you know reasons unknown. Maybe with that Loyola game, did that hurt him? Like, what's I, the reason? I don't know. It's, it's, I think so. it's he probably doesn't like test well with, you know, like he doesn't have the biggest vertical in the world. He's not like the fastest guy in the world. Like if you just like, you know, if you did a hundred yard dash, but he's fast in transition. He doesn't have the prettiest jumper in the world, but he fucking hits threes now. And he did that at Illinois, but obviously difference in, in distance. But um and that guy, that's a dude, if he has a weakness, he's going to work on it every offseason and make it a strength, too. Like, he's the perfect mentality, I feel like, for AK. Like, that's his type of dude. Like, like he's just that – he's that badass that you can either – if he's starting or a six-man or whatever he's going to end up being. I love it. It's just – it's so great. And I know I'm painfully biased, <laughs> but but he's, like – He's everything I was hoping he would. He's actually a better pro already than I would have guessed. Yeah, he's he's a good fit for this team. So, yeah. And they're a fun team to watch. So, yeah, this is awesome. It gives it you is. hope. It it kind of gives you hope as a Bears fan. Yes. That hopefully, you can t- if you get the right people in place, you can turn it around quickly. Uh, the Cardinals, Arizona Cardinals were a product of that. They were dog shit just a yeah. few years ago, and they've turned it around. So. Yeah, it's you, you got it. You got to have the right people in place to make those decisions. And we don't have that currently. So, no, I, I t- it's funny that you said that. I was thinking of that this weekend. It's like the Bulls were in a dreadful place. Not that lo- not that long ago at all. Right. And they've turned it around fast. They've spent money, but they've spent smart money and they're already drafting. Well, hopefully this is a good example of that. And yeah, it's uh, if you got assholes like, you know, they're holding on to too long, like John Paxson and Gar Foreman, you know, like Ted Phillips and and uh, Ryan Pace, you know, just get them the fuck out of the way and make a smart hire. That's what the Reinsdorfs did. Finally, they Reinsdorfs kind of got out of their own way with right. the Bulls. I don't trust the McCaskies to do the same, but right. I'm hopeful that somebody will get in their ear and convince them somehow. Yep. Same. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yes. Uh, baseball lockout, do we care? It's only December. Do we really give a shit? No, let's move on. Nope, don't care. Okay, that's fine. Uh, basketball for our coaching, you have two weeks left, right? One week. One week, two weeks? One week, thank God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Are you going to yeah. go winless? Oh, yeah, Definitely. Yeah, we played uh, probably the best team in the league. There's four teams, and we played the best team. We, um, we're we at the point where we have – I have a player just was a no-call, no-show for the game on Saturday. Still don't know where she's at, and she's one of our better players. So we're at that point in the season where it's just like, 
oh, you don't want to go to the game? No big deal. Like, you don't have to go, and we're just not even going to tell the coach. So good job all around. Um, we It took us – I think we were halfway through the second quarter to get our first basket. So that was that was. We usually don't have that trouble. We're a fast starting team. We get a, a lot of points right out of the bat bucket, and then we just fall off a cliff in terms of scoring. This was different. So we were so bad, Bill, that the other team, the coach, sat in a chair the entire game. This is the second time he's done this. Where we've, we've played him sits in a chair, and all he does is shout at his team to throw two passes before they can shoot. They're like that much better than us, so oh, no. uh, he makes them throw pass, and it's it's a little humiliating. But he's do- he's actually doing us a favor because they probably yeah. would have they probably would have beat us by fifty. Uh, instead, it was twenty four to twelve. But I'm at the point where I don't even care anymore. Like, just whatever. We're just running around. We're burning energy. There's the one girl. There's one girl on my team who scored ten of our twelve points. And at one point near the end of the game, she's dribbling the ball up court, and she just starts doing spin moves. Mm-hmm. It was like traveling spin moves, and it was such a showboat move, but I respected it because we were getting our ass kicked that it was killing me. And I was like, you got to keep doing those spin moves. Those are incredible, and she's she's into it now. I hope this is like the last game's just going to be a lot of like just random showboating. So – uh, overall, don't care anymore. One more game left. I'm I'm basically coaching the uh, the Detroit Lions of second grade mm-hmm. basketball here. So uh, I can't wait for it to be over. I hope you're, you're having gonna... a better better experience than yeah. I am. Uh, before I get to to uh, a quick recap of of my last game, um, are you going to cancel your final practice on Friday night? No, no, I'm not. But I'm. I'm thinking I might just like bring in a bag of candy and we just hang out and do that instead. It's probably a good move because I don't think nobody cares, right? No. I actually missed. <laughs> I missed practice last week. Okay, was anybody <laughs> there coaching? Oh yeah, we, okay. the other coach uh, coached, okay. and we had another dad who helped. Uh, I I went out drinking instead. So it's fine. I, yeah, I don't see a problem I with think, that. I think everyone was good with it. I'm sure everyone's real sick of me anyway, so uh, I don't think there were any – there was no arguments. So That's um, that's, that's totally yeah. fine. I, I support you. Um, Thanks. Uh, my, my squad, uh, kindergarten, co-ed, to remind the audience, tough game, real tough game. Uh, my seat has been hot as, as we've talked about on, on prior episodes. I'm still trying to find my way. Uh, Phil senior is, uh, an assistant coach and we have an, another assistant coach who missed this last game. So Phil senior and I were switching on and off who's on the court. Who's not, uh, Phil senior comes prepared too. He's got, he's got notes. It's fantastic. Like he is living his best life with this kindergarten group. It's just, it's just the best, but, um, can I ask I you, hold on before yeah, go you ahead. go. Yeah. Yeah. Jump in. Is he a jumpsuit guy? I imagine he's like a tracksuit guy on the court. I uh, wish. Coaching. Okay. I wish. No, he's got like nice jeans and like a like a vest. Like he's, I don't even. A little I don't know. over. It sounds a little overdressed for the basketball court. Well, almost, almost. Yeah, where it's not. Yeah, it 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 borders that more than underdress for sure. I wish he had like a velour tracksuit though. I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good. We idea. should look into that. For yeah. Him. Yeah. Is what what kind of shoes is he wearing out on the court? 
I think um, I think they're like like vans type, and I, I doubt they're actual vans, but like that sort of like in between, okay. like almost like you would golf with, like without okay. spikes on the bottom. Got you know it. I mean? Got yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sorry to interrupt. No, no, that's get... that's good. Paint the picture, right? Yeah. Thank For sure. you. For sure. No, so he, yeah, he, I think he likes being out there and then he gets tired. He's not the youngest man in the world. Um, but anyway, so we sensed uh, correctly that things were getting a little bit weird at this game. Um, the it, it, So it's funny. He was out on the court. I was on the sideline. Uh, I noticed that the assistant coach of the other team corrected the scorekeeper that the score was wrong on the scoreboard. And they had us up two or four, and, and that was not correct. And and so the guy corrected it, the scorekeeper. And I looked at the scorekeeper. I'm like, and this is fourth quarter. And I look at the scorekeeper. I'm like, this is this is kindergarten basketball. Like, ser- I'm so sorry you got to deal with this sort of thing. But I start like I started getting pissed. Like, <laughs> like fuck you. Uh, apparently, at the same time as this was happening, on the 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 person coaching the other team kept pointing to the scoreboard, kept alerting their team, again, kindergartners, alerting them that they're up by two. Like, we got to win this game. So I, so I oh. have it wrong, what, what I just described, the assistant coach. I have it all wrong. But they're up by two. Like, you know, this is great. Let's keep it up. We're up by two. And that pissed Phil Sr. off. There was, yes. le- there was less than two minutes to go when this happened. We get a defensive stop. Uh, my son gets the rebound, and Phil Senior says, "Go!" and and my son goes, hits a shot with a minute to go, tie game. Get another defensive stop. We get my son the ball again, hits a game winner with nine seconds to go. Yes. Has no idea that he did it, and uh, and and so after the game, I saw I saw Phil Senior do one of those like Mike Ditka like yeah. fist pumps, <laughs> and I kind of did one a little bit like not to that degree, but I was sort of I was just so proud of my kid for being clutch he was io he loves io i think io is his favorite player <laughs> so uh so it's, it was so great i'm like i'm like buddy you you won the game he's like what i won the game i'm like yeah because he's obsessed with hitting buzzer beaters like he loves oh, to have right. a buzzer beater but i think because it didn't actually happen at the very buzzer. last second it confused the hell out of him but man he's been riding he's been riding high ever since then it's it was fantastic it was a fantastic moment Loved it. Loved that Phil Sr. was like, you know, enough of this. Like, he was being too unselfish during the game. And I think Phil Sr.'s like, put the ball in the fucking hoop, man. Let's go. And it was great. It's a great nice. moment. Yeah. Congrats. Good times. Summer called Kindergarten. You the, you're the Billy Donovan of uh, <laughs> Kindergarten, Naperville Park District uh, League. Uh, so Hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. I love it. Uh, I just hope my son doesn't get too cocky because, you know, when you peak in kindergarten, you end up in prison. <laughs> I think. That's kind of how it works, right? Put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. But good times. Uh, our season, we have two games left. Uh, I'm exhausted, so I'm not unhappy that that's happening as well. Okay. Good. Yeah. I don't I like the wait. practices. They're the worst. Yeah. I hate, I hate all of it so yeah. much. I had a couple no. parents ask me if I'm going to coach the next season, the winter season. I said, "Fuck you for even asking me." Is your is your daughter even going to play? I, my son's not going to play winter. Oh yeah, I'd... she's playing. Oh, I'm but sorry. I'm not coaching. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh yeah, I'm gonna en- I'm gonna enjoy the shit out of it. I'm not. Coaching. Okay. Good. Fuck good. that. Good. Excellent. <laughs> I love it. 
Uh, I don't know if anybody gives a, a shit when we talk about this, but hopefully somebody out there does. And and uh, <laughs> if you're suffering from uh, the same youth coaching ailments that we are, hopefully know that you're not alone. Uh, anything else for the good of the episode? This has been Packers Week. <laughs> hopefully <laughs> yeah. one of these years, like the the second Packers game, we can actually be enthused about the actual game. That'd be nice, right? That would be nice. Uh, I don't think I have anything else. It's going to be a terrible Bears week. Just, you know, if you're listening to this and you're getting your hopes up, just, you know, just grab a drink and a cold shower and relax. And, you know, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. The season's going to be over in another month. So we'll, we'll be fine, buddy. Like, just come on over. I'll give you a beer and a hug. Yeah. Slip into my DMs. I'll give you my address. Yeah. So (laughs) absolutely. Yeah. Fuck the Bears. Fuck the Bears. But thank you to Coach Cuse for your musical additions to this episode. Thank you, Grease Tank, for the same. And good luck this weekend, buddy, with the nuptials. We love you here at Zero Doinks. Yes. Uh, As I think Dan Doinks said in the WhatsApp chat, if you need any um, any advice about. Wedding night performance. Talk to Rick Fieldsman. Yes. Yep. Goes without saying. Goes without saying. Thank you, Rick Fieldsman, for your hot, hot picks. Hopefully uh, you get to 500 this week. That would be awesome. And thank you at Brad Swiggs um, for joining us as well in the intro. Awesome. In spirit only. Perfect. Uh, And hopefully the real Brad Big stays off the interwebs. Dan, this has been lovely. Thank you. Go Bears question mark yes thanks for having me buddy i love you go bears see you next episode zerdanks bye everybody You sound amazing, Darren. Well, I'm fucking half cut, so it's, 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 a, it's a good Friday to be. I also have a trout pond still going in my pants, apparently. <laughs> Thanks, Matt Nagy. <laughs> I'm a just island boy. I'm a just island boy. I'm a get keyword going. You're going to keep that gun. He dressed up like a clown for them with his face paint white Orange on Halloween Though we expect you to win it all We have the grace to tell ourselves Again are off and stalled They crawl out of the woodwork And they whisper to our brains Play calls like a treadmill 
And they make us curse your name And it seems to me Nagy lives his life Like he doesn't want to win Never knowing who to blame When the loss sets in And I would have liked to throw to one of the kids Matt's offense burnt out Just the other day The cats won again in the usual way There were balls to catch A line I to outplay Always a route home or away Northwestern won before I knew it as they do I say I wanna be like you, Pat When can I be like you? Wildcat scoring fatal offense on the move Little boy Pat has his team in a groove Will we ever beat them? We don't know when. Maybe I'll be dead by then. Maybe we'll all be dead then. 